Welcome to the Candor and Clarity Show with Leah Larray. Every week, I say this is a crazy-ass fucking world because it's a crazy fucking world. The news <laughs> this week has been off the chain, but before we get into all of the fuck shit in the world... I want to start the show off with this song, Chris Brown, Iffy. Okay. Mic check. It's not playing. <laughs> there we go. Technology, man. It's unreliable. Hold on. You know how like when you hear your favorite song on the radio and you want to like start it over because you didn't get the essence of it the first time? This song is a whole fucking vibe. I first heard it on TikTok. And I was like, ooh, what is that? I like that. So, Chris Brown, yeah, he's coming out with the joints. He might be dropping the album soon, but we're not, we're not on that uh, segment yet. <laughs> Welcome back to the Candor and Clarity Show. I am happy to be back because last week was not a good week. Well, no, I won't say it wasn't a good week. We had some technical difficulties with um, the microphone, the settings got all messed up. And so it wasn't recording the way that um, it was supposed to. But we are back in full effect. I am a one woman show. And um, I finally got all of the technical stuff out of the way. So kudos to me for you know, doing a damn thing. I got the video, I got the audio, like I should really be employee of the year. Being a one woman show is, um, it's challenging because you have all the different, um, parts of the show. You got the audio, the visual, the lighting, the talent, you know, you have all these different things and you um, are working by yourself, <laughs> for yourself. But nonetheless, we are here. And, um, you know, we sound good. We sound good. We look good. Uh, we got the music. Everything is is flowing. And so before I get um, into the meat of the show, I first want to start by saying, if you did not watch the vlog on my YouTube channel last week that I did in lieu of a podcast episode, go check that out at Afro Holistic on YouTube. And uh, I just did a quick little vlog uh, just about some accountability um, in regards to ourselves, the planet, the environment. So it was just a quick little something, a quick summary of the episode that I was going to record. So go and check that out. And also, I want to mention that 
on Monday, January 31st, I will be going live on my YouTube channel, okay? And that's if I get to 22 subscribers by next Monday. So I got, mm, I think I'm at 15 now. So if we can get to 22, I will go live and do a drawing for a product from one of my body or a product from my body care line. So go to Afro Holistic on YouTube, subscribe, watch the videos that are there. The visual podcast will be up on the YouTube channel. And yeah, we're going to do a drawing for one of the uh, for one of my products. And so make sure you tune in Monday, January 31st at 6 p.m that is going down. Okay. Also, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, please be sure to do that. And I'll give all of those who have already subscribed and shared a round of applause because I thank you so very much. Those likes, shares, reviews, all of that shit matters, especially if you like the show. Please, please, please support in that way. It means a lot. Okay. All right. So let's get into (laughs) the fuckery of this week. I took a, I took a little bit of a scroll. It's been a busy weekend. I, you know, had a, some birthday celebration with my partner. And so it's been a little bit of a, a crazy weekend but apparently they're still blaming and finger pointing going around on these internet streets and i think this is like my favorite meme if you're not watching on youtube it's the meme with all of the spider-mans pointing at each other with the covid the delta omicron common cold and everybody pointing the finger at everybody else and i swear to you that this is exactly what seems to be happening right now, today. As soon as you log on to social media, it's like, it's crazy. Spotify, I mean, not Spotify, what's the dude's name? Neil Young, okay, is blaming Spotify for allowing Joe Rogan's show to talk about all of the fuck shit that, you know, these pharmaceutical companies are doing the um omicron like everything right and i think in the last it wasn't the last episode but the episode before i talked about how um one of the doctors dr robert malone if i'm not mistaken i can't remember his name he was on there like spilling the beans about everything that's that's been going on with this vaccine. And he really dropped some some knowledge, okay? He's been in the game for over 30 years. He's, he's a legit doctor. He's worked on all of the vaccines since HIV, okay? He knows what he's talking about. And uh, so, you know, Neil Young is threatening to still all of, you know, take all of his music from uh, Spotify if they don't take Joe Rogan's podcast down. And it's like, listen, Joe Rogan has 11 million people, okay, listening to his podcast every week. Do you really think that just because you're Neil Young, that you're going to get your fucking 
demand. Like, who's really streaming your music like that anyway? I mean, <sighs> mm. that just goes to show you the thing that we speak about a lot as Black people, that we complain about a lot as Black people, is the, uh, the focacity, the fuckacity, okay, of some of these people who just think that, you know, they can just get whatever the fuck they want just because they're who they are. And the world does not work like that. The current world. Maybe it did in like the 17, 1800s when y'all was, you know, running everything and showing up on people's land and slaughtering them. But we live in 2022 where it's probably probably not going to happen the way that you think it is. So... Uh, I don't think that Spotify is going to uh, heed to his demands, but, you know, he's trying it. He's going to try it. But I think he actually, I think I got to update that he actually pulled his music. But actually, now that I'm looking at it, and at first I was like, who the fuck is Neil Young? I'm sure I've heard a song of his, but, you know, some some old dude that really is not prevalent unless you're a Neil Young fan, but. Nevertheless, we have free speech. We have one right that we can at least try to cling to besides guns, but that's also another issue. We have freedom of speech, okay? If you don't like what someone is saying, turn the fucking TV or radio or whatever off. Don't listen to it. Don't comment on it. Like... If you're not satisfied with what you're hearing, go sit the fuck down somewhere. All right? <sighs> okay, so this is this is something, you know, that I was just like, what the fuck? A woman accused of trying to buy a child for $500,000 at Walmart. First of all, I want to know where this lady got $500,000 because she does not look like the type of woman who has $500,000 just lying around. And where's the mother of this child? Is, is the mother even really the mother? Because if you're trying to sell your child for $500,000, what do you want to do with that money? Because it's really not a lot. I mean, it's a half a mil, but $500,000? Like, what is going on in this world? What is wrong with people? <laughs> At Walmart, at Walmart, I mean, what did you think was going to, who the fuck is making a, a transfer of money of $500,000 at Walmart? Unless you're trying to do the Western Union. I mean, I need more detail. I, I have questions. Like, how did you think that this was going to pan out for you? And what would be the charge for this? Like, child bribery smug like what exactly would be the charge for trying to buy a child whatever happened to adoption is that like not is that like not an option adoption just doesn't work for you you like you rather just spend five hundred thousand dollars trying to buy some random child i mean i think people are just losing their fucking minds like did this pandemic just really just fuck everybody up? I'm just not understanding what's happening. Damn. 
crazy shit, right? <sighs> okay, this next what the fuck story. <laughs> um, okay, so apparently this dude, I don't even know his name. I just kept seeing this video. He's running for some office and he lights a fucking blunt smokes a whole 3.5 grams in a backwoods sitting on a stool or chair in the middle of the fucking woods like listen freedom i get it you want to be free to do to make a statement to say what you want but if you're running for office is it really necessary to just put on a suit and sit in the middle of the fucking woods with a backwood blunt? I mean, do you really think that they're going to let you in office? Any office? I mean, sure, the other side can threaten to grab women's pussies, can blatantly be racist, can even call someone a stupid son of a bitch. But smoking weed for your campaign video, hmm, this is why they laugh at us. <laughs> they don't take us seriously for shit like this. I get that you want to make a statement. It may even be legal in your city, your state, whatever, but I mean... I just, I don't understand what's happening here. I, I mean, this would be like a good commercial for like a rap video or like a, a product. Like if you are selling backwoods or if you're selling weed or if you like open a dispensary or something like this would be a bomb ass marketing video. But running for a public office, I just, I don't see that happening. I really have no idea what's going on here. I mean, it's it's this. Like, I say it every week. This fucking world is crazy. This is why I'm done with crystals. And um, I just need a gun. But that's probably another problem in America, right? People with too many guns. <laughs> I came across this story or this news about um, Paid in Full was coming out with the second movie. I just, you know, Dame Dash, I don't know. I loved the first movie. I loved, you know, the, the premise of the story, you know, class A actors. Um, you know, I just don't think we need a second movie. You know, it's like, it's it's giving Belly 2, and I don't even remember that movie. I think I, I watched it, I watched half of that movie. I just wish that people would leave classic movies alone. We don't need a remake. We don't need a part two. We need originality. We need people doing original shit. We need people, like, new creative shit. You know, and this brings me to my problem with, Instagram and TikTok and, you know, 
if you're a social media influencer and all this kind of shit, if you're a content creator, they want you doing the same shit as everybody else. What happened to rewarding originality? When this movie came out, it was original. It was different. It was cool. It was, you know, all whatever adjective you want to throw at it. I just, you know, some classics just don't need revisiting. You're like, we don't need to make a sequel to Paid in Full. We got State Property. We got Belly. We don't need another one. We got Boys in the Hood. We got Grand Theft I mean, not Grand Theft Auto Child. Uh, <laughs> New Jersey Drive. Like, I, I just, it's just not the times anymore for this. Like, how many drug dealing scenarios do we need? I mean, we have Snowfall, which is a brilliant show that is kind of talk about the same thing. Well, in the other show, BMG, we have that one. I just don't think we just need another one of these. Like, you know, and a lot of people feel that way uh, for um, coming to America too, right? A lot of people were like, blah, blah. we don't need another one. I happen to like America or coming to America too. I thought it was dope. I thought it was funny. I thought the writing, the acting, all of that was good, you know, but you know, whatever floats your boats, everybody doesn't like the same shit, which is cool. We don't all have to like the same things, but it's just, a second one, I just don't feel that it's, we don't need it. Nobody asked for that. Like, like nobody asked for 20 fucking Friday the 13th or Holly Halloween's or whatever the fuck that movie is. Like, why is there 15 goddamn movies of that? Like, it's the same shit in every movie. I just, let's move on to something else. So a study showed that... If Americans exercised just more, like 10 more times, or excuse me, 10 more minutes a day, that we would be more healthy. And uh, to me, this screams common sense. Like, you have to be, you have to exercise to be healthy. So... It says over a hundred thousand dollar, a hundred. I cannot fucking talk today. What the hell's going on? It's Mercury retrograde. That's what it is. Over one hundred thousand lives could be saved annually if adults exercised ten men, ten more minutes a day. A new study shows. Now. If you've been following me for a while, if you've been listening to my content, you know that I'm a big advocate for exercising, for, you know, natural health or holistic health. And um, this is definitely something that I'm passionate about, especially with the Black community, knowing that exercise and taking care of your body helps prevent a multitude of diseases and et cetera. It boosts your immune system. So for me, this is, it wasn't news to see. I mean, exercising is one of those things that people have a hate love relationship. You either love exercising or you hate it. 
And, uh, you know, I like to tell people a lot of times that finding an exercise that you love will do the trick. You have to find a movement that you love. You have to find, for instance, dancing or yoga or lifting weights or running or whatever. And it's a, and I get it, you know, not a lot of people have the free time and the, um, availability to really work out and exercise. But at the, also at the same time, I feel like that that's an excuse because there are different things that you can do. You can walk around your block, right? You can speed walk, you can jog around your block, take a 10 to 15 minute, you know, walk after dinner, uh, get up in the morning and do jumping jacks for 10 minutes, run in place. I mean, there's so many different things that you can do, and I get it. Most of the time, you just don't fucking feel like it. I mean, I'm a fitness coach, <laughs> and I do not work out every day because you also need rest. I mean, and there's a flip side of that too, where people just feel like they have to just work out vigorously every day, and that's really, really not the case. And so, if you just add 10 minutes, it, matter of fact, if you just add 10 minutes to your day, all right, just to do some type of workout, some type of, you know, get your heart pumping, uh, stretch, yoga, Pilates, all of it works. All of it works. And the fact that the study is coming out now is just like, where was the study when we were talking about preventative health for boosting your immune system to prevent catching viruses in the first place. Like, you know, I swear this country is so backwards in in how they do things. I'm just like, this should have been one of the first things that we were talking about during lockdown and the COVID. You know, I kept asking, where is the information about health? Why is no one talking about wellness? You know, um, and not, I'm not talking about the people on social media. I mean, like the real media. I mean, like the real CDC, you know, like really pushing health for the American population. Because as, as I said on a previous podcast episode, we are 65 in the world for health, all right? Americans are unhealthy. We eat crap. We eat too much food. We overeat. We waste a lot of shit. You know, it's just like, but at the same time, the system is designed for you to work your ass off, not have any time for anything else so you can stay sick and dumb. And that way you're easier to control. So, you know, CNN, it's, it's interesting to see CNN uh, push something that isn't COVID or vaccine related. I guess, you know, maybe they figured we're not getting the response that we needed. So, um, you know, it's time to talk about something else, but Mm, this is not enough. 10 more minutes. Most people are not even working out 10 minutes a day. So 10 more minutes. I mean, you could say you can add 10 minutes. I don't know. This headline is just, it just seems redundant. <laughs> it just seems like it just doesn't make any sense. Like just where did you even get this information? Just 10 more minutes. How many minutes do you think Americans are actually working out a day? That's what I want to know. The fact that you decided to add 10 more minutes. Like, why not 15 or 20? Add 10 more minutes? Okay. 
this is the fuck shit that I'm talking about. Like, I just, I just don't know. This, this, let me just drink. (laughs) The next um, headline that I want to get into is something that I saw on Instagram. And um, it was talking about the objectification of Black women and, um, you know, how the objectification of Black women is used for marketing and to sell products and et cetera. And, um, you know, I touched on this topic in another episode. I didn't really go into depth about it, but I did mention how, especially in the music industry, uh, Black women are definitely exploited. And it's not just Black women, but mainly Black women are exploited for their sexuality um, to make money, you know? And it's one of those conversations that's wrapped up in women empowerment and sexual freedom and all of these things. And then, you know, at the same time, it's just like, but why are we allowing ourselves, Black women, why are we allowing ourselves to be objectified in this way? I think there is a difference between owning and expressing your uh, freedom your sexual freedom, your sexuality. There's definitely um, a a fine line between the two because the empowerment portion of it, yes, you are empowered to embrace your body and your sexuality and all of these wonderful things that comes with being a woman. But at the same time, are you allowing yourself to be exploited for money, right? And that is um, a conversation that I really actually want to dive deeper into because when I log on to Instagram, all I see is just images of, of sex. And it's, it's not to say that we haven't always been that kind of society that makes money, that uses women's sexuality as a marketing tool. I mean, we see it on billboards, we see it in commercials, but The problem that I'm starting to see is that a lot of young Black women feel that they have to be over, overtly sexual in order to gain attention, to gain followers, to gain monetarily uh, success, to, 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 to be successful. Now it's like, okay, I have to be um, sexually explicit in order to, to be something. And, and, and now we are in that age where a lot of these young women are getting surgery to look a certain way, to, to fit into a certain mold when it comes to body image and, you know, all of that just riddled in, uh, just low self-worth and self-esteem essentially. And we all struggle with confidence, with body image issues, and all of that. But at what point do we just really say, you know, let's own the narrative. 
right? Let's own the narrative by also not allowing ourselves to be pimped for money, right? Because at the end of the day, we as Black women can't say you want to be respected and taken seriously, especially by Black men. Because listen, I hear the conversation on both ends. I hear Black men talk about, yeah, they'll like it because they're men. They're fucking men, all right? They're visual. They're going to look at the shit and they're going to look at your ass and your and the shit that you display, your titties and all that. They're going to look, okay? They're going to look, they're going to like, they're going to comment. But at, the, but at the end of the day, I hear a lot of black men talk about how they're not wifing those chicks. And the, and the ones who are wifing those chicks, okay? They're not the average black man. They are the ones who got the money, who got the status, who got the power, who you know, is wrapped up in that lifestyle. But the ordinary Shantae, okay, is not going to get wifed up by the ordinary Devante working a blue collar job. I mean, that's what I'm hearing from the men. So I don't know. So where does this idea of sexual freedom in such a raunchy and explicit way you know, and, you know, back in the day growing up, listen, I listened to little Kim and Foxy Brown and we had Luke, we had, you know, we had all that. We had Freak Nick, we had all that, but social media also was not around during those times. Thank God. Oh God, thank God. Not that I was wilding out, but I'm just saying, you know, thank God that social media was not in effect. Uh, but at what point do we really say, you know what, I don't want to show my ass. I don't want to be known for just taking off my clothes on social media, you know, at, I'm just wondering, I'm just asking at what point do we say, this is the image that we, we want to uphold for future generations. And I'm not saying, you know, you can't be sexy and, you know, you can't show a little something if you feeling like it. But I think what's important is to uh, understand the motivation behind what it is that we do and post, especially when it comes to um, these social media platforms and making money. Because listen, what's going to happen is the more you post the more they'll want to see. And the more they'll want to see, the more pressure you'll feel to show a little bit more. And, you know, I feel like every generation has had their sexual freedom revolution. I mean, it happened in the 60s, right? Sexual freedom was was a big thing then. And now it's it's taken on this new identity as if having a big ass and having a small waist and and having big ass boobs is like the aspiration but why for what you know why do you want those things is it because you want the validation that comes with those or do you want the attention the money that you'll think the fame like my thing is what is the motivation behind it, right? 
What are the reasons? Because it's easy to lose sight of of what it is that you're really looking for, you know? And um, I think it's a conversation worth having, especially because a lot of young, young, and I'm talking 13, 14, 15, all right? These young girls see this and they think that that is the way to go. Like that is the aspiration for a lot of these young girls. It's not every young girl, but for a lot of these young girls who maybe don't have the role model at home. And listen, I'm definitely not saying every woman should be a role model, but I think we as Black women have a responsibility to um, control the narrative and control the image that we approach, that we uh, put out into the media. Because what's going to happen is we're going to be judged specifically on what's shown, right? Black women are so multifaceted. We have so many different sides to us. And, you know, yes, we have a sexual, sensual side to us, but we also have other sides to us that I think don't uh, get highlighted enough, right? And so I think it is our responsibility as Black women to step in front of the negative narrative that is painted about us. But if we are perpetuating the negative stereotypes and the negative things that, you know, people say about us, if we are perpetuating those stereotypes, we will never be taken seriously. And you know, another thing too is, you know, I see a lot of, um, I see a lot of women say, or I won't say women, I'll see, I see a lot of memes that say, you know, black women are the standard or black women are this or black women are that. And, you know, I feel like we're not we're not there anymore. I think at one point we were, but some somehow along the way we we lost that um that respect factor, right? And and it's not across the board, but this is only one part, one perspective that I'm talking about uh for the sake of time cuz this could be a fucking 3-hour conversation. But for the most part you know, if we if we want to be respected as as um, you know uh, black women and taken seriously for the things that uh, we want to say, and and let me give you an example. And this is probably not the <laughs> not the best scenario to 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 compare this to, but for instance, um, you know. Maya Angelou was a dancer, a, a singer. Um, you know, she did a lot of things in in her lifetime, and uh, she definitely was someone who was comfortable in her skin, who owned her sexuality. Right. Also, social media wasn't around then, so you know, she would go to shows and she would dance. And I watched a lot of her old videos, and they were definitely empowering. And I understand the aspect of you know, this is my body and this is what I'm going to do with it. And that, that fits, that is fitting because there are, you know, um, a lot of women who have suffered from oppression and being shied away from their bodies and, and told, you know, that their bodies are 
whatever. So I understand the sentiment behind the action. At the same time, she carried herself in a respectable and and dignified way. And I'm not saying every woman has to act like Maya Angelou or Oprah or Michelle Obama, you know, but at the same time, those women are definitely held in high regard for how they carry and respect themselves. And so, you know, just my thoughts and opinion on the whole trend of, you know what, I'm embracing my sexuality, you know, this is what, uh, I'm a busted wide open. You know, I had talked about Jasmine. Uh, so, no, 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 no. I had talked about Liz and um, Lizzo and how, uh, you know, she is very adamant about expressing, um, you know, that she loves her body, which is great. We We as Black women should express how much we love our body. But I think that there's a fine line in between how we express our sexuality, right? I feel like there's more classier ways to do things, you know? It's just my opinion. I, I, I see a lot of twerking and I'm just like, I'm just, I'm over, I'm over the twerk, you know? Like I just, what else can black women do, right? We can start businesses, we can go to school, we can do hair, we can, raise families, right? But the essence of what a Black woman is, I feel like a lot of that is lost in the BBWs, the twerking, the the whole culture, as um, some will say. And, you know, we lose, we lose a little bit of ourselves when we buy into the sexual freedom hype. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I feel like we can do better, but that's one woman's opinion, one black woman's opinion, you know, because I understand the depth of the trauma that black women have experienced in this country. It's not an excuse, but it's definitely understandable. So I want to get into some music that I've been listening to uh, this week. Well, actually the last couple of weeks. And um, one song that I have been really, really, really digging is this new joint from uh, Mary J. Blige and Dave East. It took a couple of listens, but I was like, you know what? This is this is a good joint right here. This isn't the, this is good. I just want back what I put into this. Hey. And then I'll keep moving. All of my chips on the table. Cause I never got what I came for. Not even till I am stable. Yeah, I think this one right here. The last couple of uh, songs that Mary put out, they've been cool, but I think this one, this one is the one that I like the best. 
Whatever in money, baby. <laughs> this is for them dudes that be trying to that be trying to live with women who don't want to pay no bills. Whatever in money, boo. <laughs> Yeah, that's the song. So this next song um, came across my feed, Sabrina Claudio. Now, I know that there's a lot of talk about something that she said on Twitter. But, yo, listen, she be making some dope music. <laughs> I can't lie. You know, as a previous dancer... This song makes me want to choreograph something to it. So I might hop on a little TikTok or something. I mean, like, her music is just so smooth and just, like, it's just chill. How could you not like this shit? So this next joint, by the weekend, he just dropped a new album a couple of weeks ago. I have not listened to it, but I have heard this song, and I'm kind of hooked. I've been waiting for some good music to come out for so long. 2020 and 2021 was just like, where's the music? It's dry. Just think about if Aaliyah was still alive. The music that she would be creating right now. Listen, I saw Timbaland on TikTok. Okay, I, I don't know if I'll be able to pull up that video, but... I saw him on TikTok creating beats, and I was just like, oh, yes, come back. <laughs> come back and uh, and make some shit, because the streets is ready. I am ready. I want Missy to drop something. Uh, you know, I want all of the greats to come back and really, and really do something. And I know, like, to make music, it's definitely, you got to be inspired, you know? Something has to inspire you, and I get it you know, as a, as a creator myself and as a, as a dancer, as a, you know, fitness instructor and teacher, like you definitely have to have that inspiration, but music is such a, a big part of that. Now, speaking of Mary J. Blige, I fucking love her character on power. Like, I love it. Now there's a lot of people who weren't really feeling her uh, <laughs> her thug vibe and saying that she can't act or whatever, but I there I enjoy her character on um on power. I mean, I think it's dope. And last, I'm all caught up. So last night I watched the episode um, where everything got outed out on the table. Little Diana, okay, 
then snooped and, and is running her mouth and told everybody's business. All right. And so I'm ready to see what's happening on the next episode because Monet told her, bitch, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I fucking love it. I'm going to kill you. And I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew that Monet was going to end up busting that little girl wide open because she already didn't told her, look, little girl. <laughs> but see, Diana then got her some little dang dang, okay? And now, you know, she she miss grown and think that, you know, she running the shit. I'm like, okay, your mama gonna fuck you up, girl. <sighs> Ozark is back. Ozark is fucking back. <sighs> and it's so good. I'm only two episodes in, but um, as soon as I wrap up today's show, guess what? It's about to be Ozark for the rest of the night and then I'll be back to talk more about it but um I'm not gonna give nothing away just in case anyone listening has not watched yet but I think this season is going to go out with a bang I hope so because it's the last season all right it's the last season and um Ozark is one of those shows that's just like you don't know what's going to happen next, which I love. It's such a thrill to watch, and the acting is phenomenal. And Marty, oh my God, he's just like the coolest dude. He just don't care. He like shows no emotion. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but he, you know, that, that might be a little toxic. But um, he shows no emotion. He's just like, he's made for this shit, you know, and it's... It's, it's good to see. Um, Snowfall comes back in a couple of weeks. We got, what, three? Well, we got about a month till Snowfall comes back. And, um, you know, I'm eager to see what Franklin going to do. You know, speaking of all these drug dealing movies, and then I'm going to get out of here. The, I mean, of course, the story is good. All right. I'm not talking about the story, but I'm talking about in general, like, if people think that you're going to go and sell drugs, and how is that going to end for you? Like, seriously, all of the movies end the same. You either dead or in jail. So, why do it? <laughs> Let me shut up. I'm going to get out of here. I do not have an oracle reading today. Um, did not feel led to do one for today's show, which is okay, but tune in to the Afro Holistic YouTube channel, all right, and subscribe and be sure to turn on those notifications because I got some stuff going on over there. I will be doing some vlogging and also, um, just uploading some health and wellness stuff and, um, yeah, the the live cop podcast will be on there as well. And um, I am going live again. Let me remind you, I'm going live on Monday, January 31st at 6 p.m. And everyone who tunes into the live will be entered into the drawing to receive one of my body care products. So make sure that you tune in, help me, get to 22 subscribers by next Monday. 
and uh, we will keep this thing going. Um, be sure to visit my website, leahlaray.com for all of your health and wellness, fitness, and all the other good shits over there. Um, yeah, that's all that I have for today. Thank you for tuning in to the Candor and Clarity podcast and uh, vibing out with me for this little vibe session this week. So we will see you in the next show. Peace and love, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Candor and Clarity Podcast. Be sure to review, like, and share your favorite episodes. For exclusive podcast content, live chats, bonus episodes, insider news, and more, be sure to subscribe to the Candor and Clarity Patreon Unlocked at www.patreon.com backslash For wellness tips, oracle readings, and fitness classes, visit leahlaray.com and follow on social media at Afroholistic. And be sure to subscribe to the Afroholistic YouTube channel for visual podcast episodes.